Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. That's true. Oh yeah, we could just... We could case. We can case. I think this is the place on the Airbnb listing. <laughs> I don't want anyone to touch our invisible wall, so I need a yeah. ghost to push them away from it. <laughs> yeah. My veil. Can she roll to make it work? So if I were wearing the helmet, I could... But you're up. not. Yeah, obviously. Obviously, duh. Obviously, duh. Of course. Okay. Uh, are you going to be Macaulay Culkin? In... Oh god, I hope it's Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> As if a troll were on fire through this magical flame, and it hugged another troll, let's say. Like they do. <laughs> you know, As trolls. When trolls are on fire. Stop, stop right. drop, yeah. and hug. Stop, drop, and hug. We've got to get over to the library, to the feast, to the feast, to the feast. As we dive into the holiday season, let's not forget the true spirit of these days. Rampant consumerism. Why don't you celebrate the old-fashioned way with a brand spanking new Dumpstat tea? Head to DumpStatTees.com and choose from a truly dizzying assortment of styles, colors, and stats to showcase your nerd pride right. And remember to use the code IWPOD to let them know who sent you. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the gang found a place to hole up so they could rest before having to attend to the Feast of Elder Zone. The boys bedded down for a full eight hours because they needed their beauty sleep, and the ladies both slept for four, because that's all they needed to regain their spell slots. Upon waking up, Eowyn set about identifying all of the many items that they had found, and there were a lot of them. They figured out what all of those things were, and then uh, Ildov and Eowyn decided to go out and case the joint to see exactly what was going on at the library. They discovered that the feast was not happening in the library, but actually directly in front of it, and that they were setting up tables, cleaning the area, and also doing something else that wasn't apparent at the time. They tried to move in and get more information, but unfortunately were stopped by security and forced to retreat. They then went through the buildings and went all the way around the library to see if there was another method of entrance available to them. And while there are a lot of windows up on the second floor, the door at the back of the library was basically welded shut, uh, and there was no other way that seemed like direct ingress could be made. On their way back to where they had all holed up, they noticed there was a large shimmering blue dome that was now erected over the front of the library. 
Upon making it back, they divvied up the items after they woke up the boys and decided to go for it. And that is where we pick up. As I said last time, it is now T-minus zero hours to the feast. You have okay. gotten all your items about you, girded your loins. <clears throat> Let's go. You're all rested. You've got all your spell slots left, save for uh, Cassian casting Enhance Ability upon himself and Yarfik casting Aid upon the party. Oh, right. Uh, remind me what that gives me now, Yarfik. Uh, you get uh, plus 10 hit points, essentially. It's uh, plus 5 to your max and plus 5 temporary. We need to up our hit points. Sweet. So, what do you do? I mean, what are we doing? Do we go right up and show our invitations? Well, we don't have enough for all of us. No, you we do have four. We do have four invitations. Oh, we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have invitations. Uh, you have Bakrash's invitation. You have Renick's invitation. You have Siruk's invitation. And you have Hadassi's invitation. However, they all still have those names on them. Yeah. Right. So it depends a little bit on whether the door guard knows who all those people are, for one thing. Or I could use my they... forgery kit. Mm-hmm. Oh, right! Yes! <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here is my one thought. Even with an invitation, is it possible that Yarfik is too suspicious? Oh, good point. Yeah, maybe. Because what right. we could do is... Um, Kill Yarfik. Polymorph him. <laughs> Every freaking time. <laughs> That's so funny. You want to kill me or turn me into a chicken? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a chicken. Not a chicken. Um, maybe like a maybe nice... like a goose. Like a mouse. Could I be a party. gander, perhaps? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, pocket size. Think pocket size. Yeah. I'm already pocket sized. Well, Yarfik, we would not... Yeah, right. So we would polymorph you into something that would be fun, right? Mm-hmm. So fun. Like a, you know, a uh, rabbit. What, what happens if I get killed Hedgehog. by something in that form? Do I die? You revert back to your normal form with all your hit points. Oh, okay then. I just don't want to die as a mouse. No, no the they, they can't just squish you. You just turn back into yourself if they squish it's you. It's just like the gypsy told me. <laughs> yeah. I should have never gone to that coin-operated fortune teller. Yeah. No, you you. It's just to sneak you into the party, Yafik. Right. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? I can't, I can't pass guards, as a party goer? We're worried about, because you're the most wanted in Canterlot, remember? That's why I cut off all my hair for you guys. I right. took it for the mm-hmm. team. I, I'm no longer myself. I mean, we could try One that. Tier. Yeah, and his hands should be in his pocket. ability on you. Literally, it'll save us the spell to use. You don't have to polymorph me. I So far, after this makeover that I've given myself, no one has really known who I am. That's, that's right. true. No one's been suspicious of him. And I've learned from both of you better ways of you know, performing. I, I know how to look like I'm just basically, don't look at me. You learned from me how to better perform. <laughs> after that, Nat one. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't there he for wasn't that. He wasn't there for that. Oh, so right, right, I didn't right, right, see right. you okay. fail. Oh, I still think you've been a very good performer at yeah. this. I still think you're performing very well. Normally I am. Well. Normally I am. Mm-hmm. You're probably okay. performing better than people know, but that's not something I'll say out loud. <laughs> Second point of order. I imagine that this is going to be a no-weapons type of affair, so we probably need to put all our gear in the bag of holding. I don't know if they're going to search hair, <laughs> so it may be safe <laughs> with Eowyn, but I could also palm it with my gloves of thievery, probably. could put it in my turban. Yeah, true. But uh, let's work on those invitations first. Okay. So Wait, yeah, what am I doing to them? Just like right, replacing the names. Replacing the names, so it looks like we have other names. Random name. I mean, Pacha, Isma, Kronk, and Kuska were told to the trolls, so those names are out there. Those are burned. We oh, no, they But the trolls didn't like us. Remember right, they... yeah, so they're burned, so we can't use them. Yeah, we shouldn't use names that we've already used. We should just create new names. Yes. Ringo. Dibs Ringo. <laughs> uh, okay, I called George. <laughs> I'm Pete Best. I'll be Stu... <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be Stu Sutcliffe. Okay. <laughs> That classic the worst version of the Beatles. <laughs> don't have Lennon or McCartney. Three drummers. <laughs> or wait, we'll see. <laughs> Three drummers, talented guitarist, and no songwriters. George wrote songs. George Harrison wrote oh, he songs. He did, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Not for the Beatles. Later on. Ringo wrote Yellow Submarine. No, George wrote, like, something. What did Ringo write? Yeah, he wrote, write? Um, Here Comes Literally the Sun. Literally something. Ringo wrote Octopus's Garden. Right? That's yeah. what Ringo wrote. Yeah, I knew it was under the water. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Also, uh, what was that other, like, the Act Naturally? I don't know. Oh, Do you God. remember that one? Act it's Naturally. Yeah. So, we've got Ringo, George, Pete Best, and Stu Sutcliffe. Yeah. 
So uh, go ahead and roll with your forgery kit. Okay. Uh, so oh, roll, um, roll a d20, okay. add your proficiency bonus, and, and uh, I'm going to give her an inspiration too. And your dexterity, and you have inspiration. Okay. And advantage from having such awesome names. No. I say Shyak would be proud of you. Oh my lord. So wait, what does that give me? So add your proficiency bonus. Yeah. Add your dexterity bonus. Okay. And uh, a D eight. And a D eight if you want to. Okay, perfect. perfect. So that is a uh, twenty, not natural. Not natural nice. twenty. <laughs> so uh, before you before you leave the safety of the haunted hut, um, you take Aww. out all the invitations and you place them down on the ground and you take out your forgery kit, which um, has ink and a quill and this sort of like little piece of absorbent gum that you can use to, to scratch off ink and you take out all the things you need and you go about removing the names uh, from each of these pieces of paper, um, which is is a laborious process. You know, you forged documents before, but this this feels important. Um, so <laughs> it's you're like, being, it's like life or death. You're being very meticulous mm-hmm. about this and you uh, get all of the, the ink off that you need to and then you take a moment and you you actually mix the ink you have a little bit so that you can match the color exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, adding like, you know, a little more charcoal here and there. Oh my God, what font were these names in? Yeah. Uh, they're in, they're in Garamond. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and we're such more of a, you know, like a Palutena linotype. This is probably that. Uh, I prefer a sans serif myself, but. Yeah. I agree. Just um, for future. Unfortunately, your quill is in papyrus. So. <laughs> Just for future tiny hutting, papyrus. I think it would be a really cool Thing we should work on making a little sign that we can hammer into the front of whatever building we're in that says like caution haunted <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea that's a very good idea yeah I like that mm-hmm. we'll um, do that the next time we have yeah. a, a little t- yeah. downtime yeah. yeah so you uh, you yeah, get the ink where you need it to be and then you with a piece of scrap paper mm-hmm. you you practice uh, mm-hmm. matching the handwriting mm-hmm. um, and then you go ahead and you you put in Ringo on one. Oh and God, George it's on one, and Pete Best on one, and then Stu Sutcliffe on the last. And you take a moment and just sort of waft your hand over them to get the ink to dry faster. And it's it's indistinguishable by any of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did a great job. You did. You did a great job. She made it these work. Are, I made it these work. These are luscious. These yes. are absolutely delightful. I've this never is seen. an excellent forgery. <laughs> <laughs> what you got here is a classic forgery mm-hmm. of the Ildov style. Uh, those are words. Antiques roach. <laughs> <laughs> I would give you 700 gold pieces for these. Uh, all right, gang. Let's go. Into Let's go play the show. Once more into the breach, dear friends, once more. Okay. So, you leave the haunted hut. It eerily sh- like shrieks at us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. Oh. <laughs> uh, are you just like heading right out to the path and going for it? What I are we so. traveling as a group? Uh, yeah. Maybe one of us goes ahead. Or should we like kind of stagger in? But should we like stagger? <laughs> We were pre-gaming for the feast, yeah. He's Zod here. He's Zelda's son. I know Zod's here. I know he's here. I know he's here. I saw him earlier. You tell him for me. Is 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 an open bar? Yeah. Because he was. I'm not coming in. Do you have Tito's? Do you do you really only have one eye, or am I funny? Look, last time I was here, there were three of you, and now there's seven. What the hell? No, but I, I meant, should we stagger our entrance? Right, right. Well, we all knew what you meant. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Here's my thought. I think that we should probably go in two groups so that each group mm. has at least one person in it that's good at lying. Yeah, mm. that's a good idea. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll go with okay, Cassian, because I just paired up with Ilda. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> cool. Fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> Ilda, you're going... It won't be for long. So Cassian and Eowyn and Ilda. Does anyone ever consider I don't want to go with Ilda either? It's too late. <laughs> you're stuck with me. Cassian's wearing his fanciest of fancy clothes, by the way. Got so not the purple robe. Oh, right, no. <laughs> well, under the purple robe. Yeah, right. you can be wearing fancy clothes How under the purple robe. are people dressed? Yeah, what's the dress code for this? They well, said purple tie. Purple tie. Yeah. It's, it's a, purple tie. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. purple tie. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, fair. 
Yeah, as you move out into the road, everyone is wearing a purple robe, mm-hmm. like, on the outside, mm-hmm. um, through just, you know, the, the shifting from when they're walking. You can see that a lot of them are wearing, like, fancy clothing underneath. Mm-hmm. Right. But the purple robe is, like, the accent piece that everybody has. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Can right. we see anybody wearing weapons? Uh, let's get some perception checks. 18. 12. 10. 10. Uh, so, Yarfik, you can see that there are people... Uh, who are armed. Okay. So that that does not seem to be out of the order. We're fine with our weaponry on us. Yeah, good. Just don't seem like we're hostile. Good. Cool. Okay. Okay. So Sweet. you approach closer. I tighten my turban. I, tighten your turban. <laughs> I uh, do nothing to my appearance. <laughs> cool. Uh, and as you approach closer, you can see uh, that, that sort of shimmering dome... Uh, is this sort of like light blue barrier that is encircling the entire square, uh, including the front of the Grand Library? You mm-hmm. can see far enough to see that it actually, uh, it, it, like, is is on the wall. So there's there's no space to slip in uh, aside it. And at the very sort of opposite end of the library entrance is what looks like a, a gate essentially mm-hmm. in the, the dome itself. The dome goes all the way to the ground. There are two cultists sort of like flanking this gate. And then just on the other side of it, on the inside of the dome, is a thin stand, a podium, uh, oh, no. with another oh, cultist behind it. And then standing close by to that cultist is someone that both Eowyn and Ildov recognize as that red-skinned gentleman who stopped you from entering the area before. Uh, what? What's and wrong? we can pull off that first piece <gasps> of plastic carefully. Pulling off the first piece of plastic. So you two are entering, uh, you, you all, rather, are entering sort of from the far end over there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, all that this person knows is that we came in, we were like, we're trying to help. And then he was like, well, stop. We don't need help. Go. Yeah, and now so it's, it's party fine. time, so yeah. we could probably still go in. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, just act really arrogant about it and be like, you know, big mistake. Well, yeah. <laughs> and you two are also not together this time. You're with other people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. Just do like the Julia Robertson pretty woman thing. Right? Yeah. But I, I tell Cassian all why I know this person and what he did to us earlier. So Cassian would probably be able to lie away through this, so I don't have to say anything. <laughs> Can I recognize what type of humanoid he is? Where are you uh, in relation to all of this? I'm with. Because I'm assuming you you two have separated into two groups, and you don't mm-hmm. want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. Together, I'm with. So. We're, I'm with the Ildov, and I think we're. Uh, we were approaching the gate, right? Or just. I think we're a little bit behind them. Okay, so we're farther behind. We're, yeah. we're going first. Okay. Yeah, you're going first. So okay. you're, you're the guinea pigs. Okay. Cassian and Eowyn are going for it. Sure. Yeah, I'm just like adopting an air of sort of smug, you know, no nobility, like arrogance. Like I'm, I'm one of the cream of the crop here, and I, I know it. Okay. Know? Just. Uh, how are you? How are the two of you sort of presenting yourselves physically? Like, what are you doing other than smugly? Did anybody before us enter the party? Did we walk? Watch anyone go in? Uh, yes. You, you saw. Uh, we'll say you saw a, a dwarven woman enter. She approached between the the two cultists sort of at the gate uh, and walked through the barrier. So similarly to how you can ha- can traverse the, the Leoman's tiny hut barrier, mm. um, she walked through that. There was sort of like a, a twinkle of light on her body as she passed through, sort of a glitteriness. Um, oh, and then damn. she approached the podium, uh, handed over her invitation, waited for a moment, and then was sort of waved in. If we're not invited, we're not going to be able to pass through that barrier. Wait, what? Then what's the point of the invitations? Formality. You should but know that as a fun. You should know that as a noble, Cassian. This is how we formally invite. It's it's all part I, of I procedure. I don't think that can be. I don't think that can be it because like then it's literally an ins- like an unsolvable puzzle. Okay, you know what I mean? quickly. Like, should we just RSVP on Facebook? I would think. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, we got the evite though. I don't know if that's going to actually go through. If it's Facebook. a public event, like anyone can go. Well, well, I think it's probably a thing to wash off any shape changing or illusion magic. I don't mm. think it's like. Does it have anything to do with the medallions? Or if like the. Worst comes to worst, if we hit the barrier, then you could throw up a stink and be like, well, I have my invitation here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Kadunk, kadunk, kadunk. 
I want to speak to the manager. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't have that kind of haircut. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, let's. Yeah. Okay. I, I say we go for it. We got to try that. We got to at least try yeah. it. Okay. We just bluff our way through. So, once again, how are you presenting yourselves physically? I figure like Eowyn's on my arm, you know, I'm, I've like drawn my chest up and I'm moving, you know, regally small steps, you know, just kind of like looking around with my head, you know, up a little bit. Just okay. kind of like Very hoity-toity. people. Yeah. So the... I've got a nice little smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm. So you uh, walk up and uh, approach the two cultists sort of guarding the gate and they make no... No, never mind about nothing. They don't really acknowledge you. They don't, like, wave you through, nor do they stop you from going in. They're just sort of, like, at attention, uh, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that, that everything is copacetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and you go in. Yeah, we step through the barrier. So you step through the barrier. Um, and as you do so, Cassian, the first thing you notice is that your left hand goes completely numb. Oh, fuck. Okay. That's what um, just while I'm in the barrier or it stays numb? So j- just while you're in the barrier, it just, it goes Ooh, numb. Okay. And then as you pass, as you're, you, that part of your arm passes through, the feeling sort of comes back. Okay. Um, but you also feel that, that, that spell that you cast on yourself earlier is gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Sure. Okay. There goes aid too. Um, as is the aid. I'm only half as charming. Fortunately, that's still a <laughs> That's still twice as charming as Eowyn. No! <laughs> and five times as charming yeah, as Yarvik. Yeah. So I'm back down to my regular hit points. Yeah, so you're both back down to your regular hit points. But otherwise, there are no ill effects. It doesn't present anything else towards you, uh, okay. so far as you okay. can tell. Um, and you approach the podium yeah for the record although i know that you said that we're cool to be armed for this i do have Ajia's tear stashed in the bag of holding mm-hmm. for now because i want to be able to deceive that's fair all right um are you wearing your regular rapier then uh yeah I th- okay. i'd say so yeah cool. and my and my bow i think is under my cloak okay um yeah so i'll approach the podium and hand him both of our invitations you know unfolded to sort of like not even really looking at him yep and he takes the invitations and um, sort of opens them up, looks at them real quick, and he's got this sort of parchment that he is um, looking through. And um, he's just sort of like searching <laughs> for, for names. This is when you do the look over the, uh, the, the clipboard and try to... He looks up and he's like, um, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not seeing Ringo or Stu Sutcliffe, <laughs> but these... And these look very. Um, and he sort of turns. You're, not, you're seeing them right here, my friend. I'm not sure I understand your meaning. <laughs> so Tim Curry. <laughs> uh, well, no, I'm just uh, that. That I mean, I, I see that you you have you have invitations, uh, but I, I don't. You're, you're not on the list. That's. <laughs> Oh, this is just classic. The boys in the... The guys in scheduling are always razzing me like this. You can tell them from me that uh, that they got me good. <laughs> Roll deception. <laughs> I'm just looking at him like... Again? <laughs> no, I'm looking at the person behind the door, behind the podium, with like a okay, withering... that is a... 26 for deception and you sort of make that like mocking laughter sound and he he just sort of looks back at you and is like uh yeah the the schedulers um you know how they are can we hear what he's saying to while we're outside oh god damn it um i'm just gonna uh i'll i'll I'll, I'll I'll just write you in. I don't know how they missed it. These, I mean, obviously you have invitations. They, you know, of course. There's no way you could fake these. So, uh, <laughs> so, so I'll, I'll I'll write you in, and you can go you you go ahead and and enjoy the enjoy the feast. Well, thank you so much for being a sport. What's your name? I'm gonna remember this. Oh, I mean that's, that's so kind of you. Uh, my, uh, my name is 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 uh, Hackety. Hackety. You know what? You're good people. I'm. Uh, <laughs> you're you're just my kind of guy. You know, catch me later after the party. We'll talk about fast tracking you in this organization. Oh, uh, wow! I mean, I, you know, my dad always told me, you know, get an entry level position and <laughs> work your way up from the mailroom, and you, you can really get somewhere. And um, yeah, I I'd, I'd really appreciate that. Um, thank you. What what department are you with? <laughs> 
acquisitions. <laughs> great, great. You know, looting to the more uh, so you, <laughs> unrefined. You, you, you must know Dorelian then. Of course. Oh, we're good pals. You know what? Uh, you enjoy the rest of your party. I won't take up any more of your time. Just have a great night. Excellent. Thank you. I, enjoy the party. I mean, I lean over to, to Cassian and I, I just kind of whisper in his ear, but I try to look elegant about it. Not like I'm keeping a secret, but just <laughs> mm-hmm. like... Maybe I'm saying, I'm so excited. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say, I don't know, maybe key up that the next two people won't have been on the list either. <laughs> I, uh, I was thinking of, of just putting a minor illusion on the list with their names. That works, yeah, sure. Yeah, so I'm going to kind of like sort of surreptitiously, you know, stand like out of um, Hackatee's, was yeah. it? Yeah. Hackatee's vision and, um, you know, uh, add uh, Pete Best and... <laughs> Um, oh, I thought it was and George. George Harrison. It's not Paul Blart. <laughs> uh, uh, Cassian, roll perception real quick. Oh, okay. Perception. Uh oh. Oh no. Interessante. That's a uh, twenty-one. So uh, you sort of step off to the side and you look up to make sure that that Hackety isn't looking at you, um, but you mm-hmm. can see that that uh, that red-skinned gentleman, um, mm-hmm. his his gaze is sort of swinging your direction. Um, oh, the red-skinned gentleman is not the one with not the Hackety, no. no, 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 no. Two oh. separate people. Oh, 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 oh. So, okay. so you maybe you maybe think twice. Dude. You maybe think twice about casting a spell uh, hmm. when you're in that guy's view. Yeah. Can I see him now? Uh, yeah. You you two are are approaching. So do do I through anything at all? Can I kind of guess at what? He uh, is? roll a naked d twenty. Okay. That's a five. Nope. Okay. You know he's a humanoid. Um. All right. So we're approaching now. That's right. So you know what? Uh, right as they um approach the desk, I'm gonna just sort of, you know, uh, <laughs> stumble back up, sort of swagger back over and uh, and say and just clap, you know, embrace them and say, "Oh my gosh, George, Pete, you made it! It's so lovely to see you both." Uh, you guys have you have you met Hackety? He's just the best. Hackety, these are good friends of mine. As you do that, you sort of you hug them and you you make that protestation to Hackety, uh, and the redskin gentleman comes over. Right before this happens, as he's doing that, I'm taking my chance because we're we're through the barrier, right? Yes, you are through okay. the barrier. You Your aid spell has been washed for right. both of you. So I'm going to grab Ildov's wrist, look her in the eyes, and just say, you've got this. And I'm casting Guidance. Okay. Nice. So you get a D4 to any ability check you have to do. Okay. Um, so the uh, the Redskin gentleman walks over, and uh, Cassian, sort of as you are hugging them, says uh, he goes to you and says, uh, Sir, if you could please wait until they've checked in. We need to get everyone through the security checkpoint first. And then you are, you oh. can carouse with them as much as you like once they're through. Pete, you know how Terribly this works. Sorry, it's just been so long. Uh, you know, now I feel like I've seen you before somewhere. What's uh, remind me? And I'm kind of trying to like you know engage him in conversation, and uh, you know as they're going through the you know what I mean to like take his attention off of Ildov mm-hmm. and um, and Yarfik. So he says, I. I, I'm the head of security. You may have seen me in any number of places. Now, the, the feast is that way. There's plenty of carousing to be had. Uh, you are keeping me from my duties. And while this is all happening, uh, Ildov and and Yarfik are approaching Hackety mm-hmm. uh, and handing over your invitations. I, I'm letting her hand them over because I'm not okay, going to pull so my hand out. <laughs> Ildov hands over the invitations and Hackety again unfolds them and uh, looks and says, okay, George and... Pete Best, and again is sort of going through the list. And that is the it's the it is the damnedest. Thing. Do you know the the two people that came in before you had invitations and also were not on the list? I'm not on the list. Whoa, wait, wait a minute. Who is your supervisor? You you know us. You know our friend Ringo, who just came and saw us. You know Stu Sutcliffe. I mean, this we, is, we were frankly, this is insulting. We were going to come in together. We just got waylaid outside. They were letting two by two. Roll deception. Seventeen. Uh, twenty. Not natural. Sweet. You can put a D four on that at any time if you need to. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me do that. Um. 21 oh i um well i i don't i don't i don't know i just i just met you um, just met i just met him but yeah. um but 
I mean, these, these you know, these look, they obviously, how, how could you have an invitation and not... I mean, uh, exactly. You, could, you don't want to, you know. There's no we, way you could have faked one of these. I mean, that's it's, it's perfect. Yes, that so. would be impossible. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Obviously, I'm friends with the owner. <laughs> found out what was going on up front here. I, I would just hate would for you to lose your job. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, of course. Uh, I, I thank you so much. You know? I appreciate that. Because I mean, I've, I've I, there are big things happening for me, and I'm. Gonna oh, really? There are soon. big things happening for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, there won't so, be. I don't think um, my father, the inventor of. Soldier of invitations. <laughs> he made paper. Yeah. Um, and he says, I, um, I'll, 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 I'll write you on the list, and you can, you can go ahead in and just. Thank you. you know, thank it. you very much. We'll let Ringo know how nice you were to us. I, thank we, you. I will not think about you again. Um, Dear, and he, you need to actually just be polite every once in a while. See, politeness gets Jarvik, you everywhere. Just, let's go. What, I mean, what'd you call me? me. <laughs> <laughs> what'd you call me? Pete Best. <laughs> Jesus. Fine. That was your childhood nickname, sorry. I know it was, but still, you didn't have to bring it up in front of the help. This is all happening as we are walking away. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Yeah, once I see that they're, like, safely mingled into the party, I'm going to sort of break away from the the red-skinned guy and just go, you know, I can see you're all business. Very commendable. (laughs) We'll enjoy your evening. So. Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms Code Time. This week's code is K. I-D-S-N-E-N-E-O-I-N-K. That code again is KIDS NENE OINK. And it's good until December 17th. May it help you push your wall. Now, back to the show. Here are your your miniatures. Ooh, the level 10 minis. Um, and we can take the rest of these guys off. Very nice. Okay. I'm the map. Trying to do straight up. Wow. Oh, there's a troll. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, gods. Oh, nuts. Nerds. Are these cauldrons? Oh, God. Ilda. Ilda. I think they're more Bazirs. Braziers? Brazier is the word you're thinking of. There's an R. They are, they I didn't are, know it was that kind of office party. <laughs> um, a mixture of, of braziers and candelabras. I don't have any candelabras. So they're brandelabras. Yeah. No balloons. Yes. Some of them are braziers. That's true. There are no balloons. Hmm. Some party. Uh, so well, they don't want any clowns. As you uh, look in, you can see that those long tables that Eowyn and Ildov saw before have all been set up in a straight line coming right off of the library entrance. Um, they are absolutely festooned with platters, highly stacked food of all kinds, fruits, vegetables, meats, cheeses, breads. Truly a feast is uh, displayed on this table. The tables are also littered with place settings all up and down the sides. Um, there are some folks sitting at the table. There are also many folk sort of milling about and conversing with each other in the midst of the square. So where would you like to go? Should we divide and conquer or stay together? I think mm. it's I think it's better to stay together, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Also, is that troll right near us? Is that Yurk Gurk or a different troll? That is Yurk Gurk Broken Tusk. Okay, maybe we avoid let's his. Stay yeah, let's not get uh, looked at yeah. him uh, a little bit uh, there. Although, you know, with uh, uh, George Harrison wearing the, the helm, he won't be recognized. Are you wearing the helm? Yeah. <laughs> We have a hoods up too, so maybe yeah, Yurk doesn't directly recognize. True, him. I'm just saying. Also, if Tizo's here, might recognize the helm from her house. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll keep a weather eye out for Tizo, but I do think it's to our advantage to be able to understand. Well, these cultists all probably speak common, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if there's any. Yeah, there might not be any other languages. We can mm-hmm. just put on the helm quickly if we need to understand a quick language. Um, <laughs> just need a bit of a quick language well, here. Well, it also depends on if it's a language you don't understand. Right. Between the many of you, you speak a lot of languages. We do speak a ton. Except for um, Cassian. You do speak Italian, Except you're right. Cassian. <laughs> I speak too. <laughs> um, we keep telling you Esperanto is not a real language. Yeah. My other language is Dwarvish. <laughs> you of all people. <laughs> I see Common and Pig Latin and Ubby Dubby. Um, okay. <laughs> that last one comes in handy more often than you think. Yeah. Um, so let's... Where do we go? Do, do, do we just... So, Are people picking food off of the table at all? Uh, looking around, uh, you see that sitting at the, the sort of the, the tail of the table, 
uh, is is your Kirk Broken Tusk. Uh, there are groups of people all about. Uh, there are a couple of gnomes sort of nearish to where your Kirk is off the side of the table. There are some uh, elves and a dwarf uh, closer to the middle of the table, sort of off to the side. Uh, there are these various groups sort of off uh, towards the head of the table. There is one uh, humanoid creature with, with red wings by, by themselves. Um, on the opposite side of the table, uh, more groups of people. Um, and sort of, uh, again, towards the head on the opposite side, there is a dwarf and a gnome, and beside that gnome is a large mechanical rhinoceros. Mm. Okay. Where's that? that? That's that. Okay, yeah. so that's Tizo. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also a, uh, a half-orc on the opposite side of the table speaking to a humanoid woman uh, who you recognize as Tabrin, uh, who is a woman that you saw in the lodging house. Mm-hmm. Um, you do not see Hadassi or see Rook anywhere. Right. They wouldn't have been able to get nice. Okay, well, let's go to the opposite side of the table from Tizo for now, and uh, let's, build, let's get some food. Let's get some nosh. Are people eating the food off the yes, table? Yes, people, people are picking at okay. stuff. I'm assuming there's a giant plate of just raw meat sitting over here by mm-hmm. where he is. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, Yurkirk has, has his own fare mm-hmm. uh, no, and a larger chair than the guy. Rest. Everyone's yeah, avoiding him. You want to go talk to him? No. <laughs> I'm just saying it. <laughs> I don't know. Noted that nobody is near him at all. I kind of like audibly enough go, oh, it's so weird that no one's talking to Yurkirk. It's as if no one likes him. I'm just kind of like, you know, putting it out in the air. Mm. <laughs> as we walk through this way, are you trying to have him hear that? No, not, well, sort of, yes, but not really. More like I want these people to hear it. Like, just like, you know, so people start whispering it, so then he'll hear it from somebody else. Okay. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, I'm trying to spread the rumor? Yeah, I understand. Okay. Uh, so where we go, uh, uh, the, there's a person in this trio who would recognize us. Who? Which person? Tamarin. Tamarin is oh, Tamarin's on that on side, side, speaking to the half-orc. Oh, okay. So nobody over here that we can tell. We haven't encountered these people. We have not encountered them. Uh, but Tamarin doesn't know us as, like, a bad, you know no what I mean? Right? Is the Medusa here? Yeah. You do not see a Medusa. We didn't see the Medusa anyway. <laughs> She's not that much fun at parties, yeah. I bet. I, I, I assume so, but... Okay. Uh, but no, there is no one on that side of the table that you recognize. Sure, so let's... Yeah, let's just grab some food, sort of listen. spread out a tiny bit along the side of the table and, and listen to listen. some conversations. Yeah, I want to eavesdrop. Let's let's get the lay of the land. Yes? Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> Yarfa, can you give us some guidance again for our perception roll? I can whatever? definitely do that. It'll take me a total of probably 24 seconds. Is that a cantrip for you? Yes, it That's is. very fun. Touch, touch, touch. Touch. Great. You all have this. Open your ears and listen. Uh, So let's get... um, Uh, Well, first of all, I want to know where everyone is positioning themselves. I'm going to put myself down by the red-winged person. You can hardly reach to the top of the table. Exactly. (laughs) Yarfik gets on his tippy toes. Oh, no, no. I'm going to... He grabs a caper. (laughs) Oh, I got a kernel of a peppercorn. I'll be over here. Okay. I actually do kind of want to go over near Tizo, because there's no way she would recognize me right i'm not yeah, carrying you've, any you've never stuff. you've never run across so her. you're on the other side of the table from us yeah okay but you know close <laughs> enough to still see you but well except for yarfik <laughs> i need a box yeah <laughs> how have we not gotten you lifts at, by, <laughs> right. by because i'm not very dexterous well i'm actually kind of dexterous so that'd be fine actually uh so let's get uh perception rolls from everyone not to be that guy but i do think guidance is can I add it? So maybe one person. It one? does not say that on here. I have the card. Oh. Re- well, I got a natural 20 anyway, so. <laughs> so you can add a D4, but it's still a nat 1. Uh, I have a uh, 23, not natural. Uh, That is an 11. <laughs> to be clear, Sam, I, I got a nat 20, not a nat 1. Yes. No, Aowen got a nat 1. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So uh, we will start with uh, Yarfik, who is standing over by the red-winged gentleman. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is looking out over the crowd, over the assemblage, not saying anything, but you can get a better look at him from this, this vantage point. Um, and he doesn't carry weaponry, but he does have this sort of long iron pole. And you can see that the end of it is that, that, that I symbol so flat like a like a branding iron. Okay. Sorry. Can you point me which which guy we're talking about here? I don't think oh. Oh. 
the braziers! <laughs> Everything's on fire. The wi- the winged the winged yes, person. Yes, the winged person. Okay. Uh, so he sort of has this like what looks like a long branding Oops. iron that he he brandishes like a like a spear or a javelin, uh, but no other weaponry about him. I bet this is the high priest. He's gotta um, be. He's probably otherwise he is just like head to toe in armor. Uh, not sitting at the table, but standing, sort of like at attention, almost. He's the chief branding officer, um, and mm. just looking. looking <laughs> oh, oh man, that was okay. That was good. Um, <laughs> so uh, that's that's sort of what you gather yeah. from that, and then anything behind me, I hear. Or? Uh, you don't really hear much from behind you. You can hear you hear the sounds of the voices, but you don't really hear much of what they're saying. The What's behind you is a dwarf and two goblins. Mm-hmm. Um, and goblins have a very particular sort of like tenor and cadence to their voices. They have a lot of like this. Oh, I'm well like aware this. of being Goblin a dwarf. Like this, we're goblins. Um, so you, you recognize that, but you can't hear what they're saying. I'm also a little thrown that a dwarf is spending time with the goblins. That's interesting. You know, this is a, an inclusive cult. They take all, all kinds. So, Cassian, you're on the other side speaking with, uh, or, or listening to Tizo and the, the person that Tizo is talking to. Um, so you are, are listening to, uh, to what those two are talking about. Um, mm. And uh, what you catch from their conversation uh, is uh, you sort of hear Tizo speaking first, and she says, um, Well, Hevraster, I mean, it's, this is going to be a, a momentous occasion. I, I don't know why you're so nervous about everything. I think we're going to be fine. I mean, you know, the, what, what could happen? And Hebraster says, well, I, I don't exactly think that anything completely untoward is going to go on, but you, you have to admit that a lot of things have gone wrong very quickly recently, and I just, I just worry. I just worry. Look, it's important to worry. Someone has to worry. That's how we make sure that everything ends up being okay. If we didn't care, uh, that would be a problem. But nothing's going to happen. We've taken every precaution we could possibly need to. We've got this protective magic-dispelling dome all around us, so no one could have snuck in with a glamour or any such thing. And uh, I mean, I could go to my house right now and get (laughs) some of the most amazing items you've ever imagined. Describe them for me. And everything would be ab. I, I trust me. Everything is fine. Everything is going to be fine. Even if something goes wrong, how could it possibly be your fault and fall back on your shoulders in any way, shape, or form? It couldn't. So don't worry about it. Everything's going to be okay. And that's sort of the conversation that you overhear there. So what was the guy's name that she was talking to? Uh, uh, her name is Hevroster. Oh, Hevroster. Yeah. H e v r a s t r. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Tizo spelled it. So they <laughs> <laughs> have to at every point. That's part of the ritual. Eowyn, yeah. uh, uh, you go over to the table. Uh, to... It's just the most beautiful little pile of charcuterie. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm so taken. You... There's a there's a soprasada that is just delicious, Ooh. and you are you are just like picking. Oh. And then there are these like really good aged cheddar cubes, oh. um, like two year old. Like oh, mm. yeah. There's a baby. Uh, <laughs> oh no 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 saying things like, oh, yeah, I was worried we wouldn't even be finished in time, but uh, luckily, you know, we pushed everyone real hard. We, we lost some prisoners in the process, but, you know, that's that's to be that's to be dealt with. You can't <laughs> dig a hole without breaking a few eggs, right? And, um, <laughs> and then the other goblin responds and says, yeah, Poke, you're right. That's, that's exactly how that works. Uh, I'm pretty sure the phrase is you can't make an omelet without digging a hole. But, <laughs> but you know, to, to, to each their own. And uh, that's sort of what you get from, from their conversation. In the goblin culinary culture, you do it. They cook their eggs. They cook their omelets in a in a, in a hole. In a hole yeah. that they've dug with eggs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, you continue to sort of you know pick at food here and there, uh, figuring out whatever it is that you can do, and then have Roster, uh, Cassian. You notice this? She sort of ends her conversation with Tizo, and mm-hmm. she walks over to the the base of the steps and 
and yells at everybody. Yeah. Or yells to everybody and says, <laughs> Guys! Uh, <laughs> guys! This party sucks! <laughs> uh, everyone, uh, if you could take a seat, our lord comes to grace us. So everyone moves okay. in towards the table. You can leave them where they are for right now. Okay. <laughs> there aren't enough chairs around. I am, I am going to grab a bunch of food, though, because if I'm about to die, I want to have a good meal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone takes a seat at, at a place setting, and yeah. they start... Is there a chair for a dwarf, or am I still under the table? There are, okay. there are plenty of dwarfs here, yeah, so yeah, okay. there are there are. They factored in for short mm-hmm. people. For short. <laughs> they factored yeah. in for short, yeah. This is the big short. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so um, get you all sort of move and, and take seats. Uh, where Position yourselves at the table. I'd like to know where you all are going to sit. I'm going to move farther back because if he's coming out of there, I'm going to go closer to like the middle. I think I still want to... I, I, I want to be close to the end. I mean, he... Yeah, I'm like he, right here. Oh, wait. He has seen us, hasn't he, through the mirror? Has he? Didn't he see us in... Um, in uh, yes, he basement. did. He did, but well, well, then I can sit closer because I don't have any defining features on me. Yeah, you the should probably be the closest. The only person he didn't see was Aylin. I could sit closer then. So mm, we, okay. the two yeah, so I'll, I'll go further near the near the, the end, and I'll be kind of like blending into the middle of the I'll pack. I'll go the other side here, and I'll be where Cassie is. I care. Try to sit behind a big old ham, so there's <laughs> there's ham obscuring. But face. he can't sit behind himself. Ha. <laughs> I pick up a huge turkey leg and I'm holding it like like in front of my face, yeah, like yeah, not you know not. Yep. So Yarvik smears Caesar salad all over his face. Person, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, or smear Caesar salad on your yeah. face. That works too. <laughs> or both. Uh, the anchovies once, are good for the skin. Yeah. Once everyone is seated, the double doors of the library open outward. They have double doors in this library. Yeah. Uh, and they open outward, pushed by the Nothics from Elder Zone's retinue that you remember Mm. seeing from before when he approached on the bridge. What you also notice conspicuously missing are the snake bros from his retinue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just the Nothics. They sort of push the doors open. Um, And then the Nothics walk down to the table and sort of post up at the the two corners of the head. Then Elderzone himself floats down the stairs and takes up position at the head of the table. Somewhere there's a giant pipe organ playing some evil Ooh. tune. Oh, God. This is... <laughs> oh, my God. This is wild. Oh, so scary. Oh, my goodness. Hold it together. <laughs> Hold it together. Sam, I want... For the record, I'm holding the turkey leg with my hand that is not attached by magic. Yeah. <laughs> um, he sort of swings his eye over the assemblage to see everybody. Um, and Cassian, when it swings over you, you don't feel that sort of tickle in your in your wrist at all. Um, it seems oh. like his anti-magic gaze is not active right now. Oh, I thought it was like an always-on thing. Mm. Okay, that's good to know. So, everyone quiets. You could hear a pin drop. Save yeah, who for, dropped that pin? Yeah. Save for Eowyn chewing. Yeah. <laughs> like I said to those guys, I would... Oh, sorry. <laughs> and he begins to speak. Greetings, faithful children of the eye. Let us begin by addressing the obvious. <laughs> Who dropped Who their fork? Was that? <laughs> it was a roster, sir. It was a roster. We all saw her. We all saw her. We all saw her. <laughs> Let's get the dice off the floor. Yeah, I don't know where the other one went. Success. Yay, we did it. <laughs> what did I roll? A five. Oh, fuck. So. Greetings, faithful children of the eye. Let us begin by addressing the obvious. Some of our number are not with us this eve. Temptation can sway even the most seemingly devout. They were tested and found weak and wanting. Quelar <laughs> is gone. Renk, Bakrash, and Clear Sky dead. And Rendriel out cleaning up his mess. Do not mourn them. They do not deserve it. The weak always reap 
their rewards. Their absence leaves more for the rest of us. Besides, this is a joyous occasion. A great many years ago, the gods birthed their greatest gift onto the world of Threon. But the world was not yet ready. It required time. The gods offered a solution to a problem that had not yet reared its head. But that problem is now here. The world is weak, plagued by inaction. Its people look to others to solve their problems. The average person is more likely to run and hide behind the skirts of others than to stand and fight. And a chorus of boos rise up from is it like, from is it like rum or tequila or just boo skirt. But boo boo on skirt yeah, boo, boo skirts. Right, 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 right. Boo. 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 Myself and you. The strong that flocked to my side will wash over the land like a cleansing fire, burning away the dead matter so the forest can grow back stronger than before. Those that survive do so because they deserve to. Those that do not survive were already dead. Be proud. Years of planning and preparation have culminated in this moment. And we have a guest to impress. Oh, no. From the assembled crowd, a bunch of people are like, what? A guest? Who? I stand up and say no. One of Elder Zone's eye stalks lifts up and points behind him into the, the dark opening of the library. The spotlight comes out of it, the eye. Well, a beam fires out of it. Yeah. And then... Peter Boyle comes yeah. out and does putting on the Ritz. This pale blue beam fires out, and a moment later, out uh, floating comes an upended table. Strapped to it is Sir Therafin. <sighs> he looks as battered as the last time you saw him, but cleaner and conscious. He's aware of, of what's going on around him. Uh, the table sort of floats out and settles at Elder Zone's right flank, uh, outside the velvet rope. And one of Elder Zone's uh, eye stalks remains trained on it. Uh, on the table. This man represents some of our opposition. His tempered steel have unknowingly been a thorn in our side for some time. As you can see, that is no longer the case. Cut off the head, the body withers and dies. But convert the head, and a strong body joins the cause. Cheers rise up from the assemblage. Here, here. Their tenets are not that far from ours. Strength is revered above all else, is it not? Where you choose to protect the weak, we choose to cull the weak and thereby protect the strong. It is but a shallow step between. Don't you agree? What say you we show him the light? The rousing cheer rises from those seated at the table. An elder zone sort of takes a moment, soaks in the cheer, and then sort of turns and says, Tizo, you have the honor. Tizo gets up from her spot at the table, sort of climbs up onto the back of her rhino, says, Thank you, Lord Elderzo. Everyone, uh, please look up. 
Uh, it is best if you hold a hand above your face with your fingers splayed. Uh, there will be a relatively bright light. In three, two, one. Producing a small metal box from her robes, she pushes a button on the side. And from far overhead, towards like the ceiling of the cavern, you hear this sort of like muffled explosion, followed by the sounds of moving rock and soil and suction? Oh, no. Continuing to look up, you see a section of the ceiling from the bottom begin to almost disintegrate, like it's being eaten away from above. The area widens and widens, and this bright amethyst-colored light pours through. The hole continues to grow until it's the size of a football field. The purple light fades, and as it blinks out, the calm light of a setting sun shines through directly onto the table. As if on cue, there's a slight rumble in the ground, accompanied by this sort of high-pitched whine. Most of the assembled begin looking around for the source, but soon enough, from behind the library, you can see this large wooden pole begin to rise up. It almost looks like the mast of a ship. On either side of it, uh, sort of equidistant, two shorter poles join it, still rising into the air. Then what looks like the starboard side of a sailing ship rises over the library. Wait a minute. (laughs) The keel of the ship clears the roof. What in the world? As it turns and floats forward, you can see four absolutely gargantuan crystals are embedded in the underside of the ship. Two at the, uh, the aft and two at the stern. Each of them as large as a carriage and they thrum with energy, and it floats forward, hanging in the air over the front of the library. And then Elderzone addresses the crowd again and says, Powerful as I am, I cannot be in all places at once. But with this, I can rise high enough to have a good view. Cassian, there's your airship. I'm literally sitting there, like, mouth agape, just <laughs> drooling and staring at And again, thing. a cheer rises up from the crowd. This one, loudest Cassian, Cassian, Cassian is loudest cheering from... loudest of anyone. <laughs> and uh, over the cheering of the crowd, Elder Zone says, Eat, drink, and rest well. Tomorrow, we march into a new age. And he oh my God. pivots and floats back stay into the library. Stay on task, Cassian. Stay on the task. The Nosics remain at the table. The Therifid remains at the table. The library doors do not close. People begin to elbow those standing next to the, uh, sitting next to them and be like, oh my God, did you see that? That's, yeah. that's uh, incredible. Oh, this is amazing. Oh, I, I had no idea. Let's get perception checks from everybody. All right, here we go. Not a single good perception check today. 16. 16. Are you serious? Oh my god. 16. (laughs) 8. So, everybody but Eowyn. Eowyn's half as perceptive as we are. Looking up, uh, just sort of ping-ponging back and forth between this giant hole in the ceiling of the cavern and this flying ship that has just appeared over the library. Looking at the, the hole in the ceiling, you see that there are several small forms that sort of fly up through the hole. You can see they're like roughly gargoyle shaped. Oh no. Mm-hmm. But then as you look up, you also see a larger form flying down. Hmm. Oh boy. Into the hole. What? And it's different than anything you've seen in your travels in the city, above ground in the city or below ground in the city so far. Oh no. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh, my God. Ah! What the hell? <laughs> Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. 
Ever heard the saying, if you give a mouse a cookie, it's gonna want a glass of milk? Well, podcasts are not nearly as needy as mice. If you give one a review, it's just gonna be super thankful. Same goes for if you subscribe to it. What about the saying, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush? Podcasts don't eat birds, so it doesn't really apply. However, if you support a podcast, say by going to patreon.com slash IWVTCast, no birds will be harmed, and that is a promise. Same goes for going to dumpstattees.com and buying a shirt using the promo code IWPOD. All shirts are 100% bird cruelty free. What about the saying, a picture is worth a thousand words? Well, you can't pay for your Six Flags roller coaster photo with an essay. Luckily, there's no charge to visit iwvt.fandom.com and add as many words as you want to our wiki. The Improvised Weapons theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify, and you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from battlebards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime, or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. You can find out more about the video game Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com, and be on the lookout each week for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time as the gang processes a lot of new happenings and gets their mingle on. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>